Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Press the button, my friend. The Out of Bound Show is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. Good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds brought to you by Mike Hike and Flowood. Number one selection of pre-owned and new SUVs and truck trucks. Mike Hike in Flowood. MikeHikeFlowood.com. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. And this is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. We welcome in Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. Lugs joins us on the Corona premier guest line tom luganville on a monday what's happening buddy how are you pal everything good with you i'm good i spent the weekend good. in startville um baseball did not go well for either team but <laughs> uh i ate some great food and um we had some beers and bourbon so all in all it was a good did y'all have good weather this weekend because we had great weather yeah, pretty good. I was actually, I had North Carolina spring game, so I drove up to Chapel Hill from Charlotte, and it was about 60 degrees, slightly overcast, but it was nice. It really was. It's a beautiful area. Beautiful yeah, area. Is. No doubt. Beautiful campus, too, man. That, that, that job is, that's, that, that's a really, really nice spot, man. Does, uh, does Longo still have that haircut uh, high and tight? Heck yeah, man. You got you to gotta respect the man that... <laughs> purposefully wear the 1960s 70s crew cut i mean don't you love it yes come on let's go uh between he and chiswick there's some energy on that staff huh oh yeah man well you know what's interesting like we talked about this last week i think like you could tell because when i was talking to chiswick and i asked him point blank i was like man what's it like coaching knowing that you don't have to feed your kids like you don't there's no pressure you're just out here because you just love it and you want to have a good time and you want to teach football and recruit but like it's not life or death you know and so yeah they got a lot of good things going on there they got a 
get back on track. I think they got a little over their skis a year ago. Too much hype, too much off-season banter. Kids didn't handle it well. Uh, um, and, you know, that's kind of part of that, taking that next step, right? When you have an off-season where everybody's telling you how good you're supposed to be, and then you end up reading all of it, believing all of it, and now your focus and your preparation wanes, and you don't play very good. And that's exactly what happened to them. And it can happen in a heartbeat. And No doubt. And, ju- you know, there's not really any programs that are immune to that except maybe Bama, um, which is pretty incredible considering. Um, and look, Kirby Smart has to do this now, Tom, for the first time in his career and the first time Georgia's won the you know title in the modern era. 1980 was a long, long time ago. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we had a team in this state that won the national championship last year in baseball at MSU, and, and they're having a rough go of it this year. And... Um, you know this. It it is hard to continue to sharpen the sword when everybody in town is patting you on the back and wants to buy you a beer. It's a whole different ball game when you go from being the hunter to the hunted, right? You're climbing the ladder, you're scrapping and scraping, everybody's saying, Oh, you can't get there, so you're no you're motivated, or you're not gonna knock off Alabama, so you're motivated. Now all of a sudden you've done it. How do you sustain it? See, I, that's where I and I think I've shared this with you before. That's where I think Nick Saban is actually undervalued. You know, everybody thinks it's about the process and everybody thinks it's about recruiting and player evaluation and, you know, Alabama has resources and I, and I get all that. And all of that is true. I said, but what he's done maybe better than anybody else is he gets kids to play to their own standard and rise to the occasion when everybody's trying to bring them down through telling them how good they are, right? Because it's, how do you not believe it? How do you walk around campus, walk into a mall, walk into a restaurant where everybody's patting you on the back? How do you not fall victim to that? And somehow, some way, Nick Saban is able to manage that. And that's now, I think, Kirby Smart's, you know, next challenge. Now, he's seen how it's done because he's been a part of it at Alabama. But now he has to do it as the head man with his own program. Mm. Ooh, all right. We'll see how that. Uh... All right, real quick. Who would be your favorite, Bama or Georgia, in the SEC? going into um i i think it would be alabama this particular year um just because there are more returning components and they're more dynamic at quarterback you don't lose the guys that georgia has lost off of that defense and have some type of i don't want to say setback but some type of maybe growing pains right i mean that that is a generational front seven I like for me, like this is just me. I think Trevon Walker is the best player in the entire draft. I don't think it's Kayvon Thibodeau. I don't think that it's Aiden Hutchinson. I don't think it's a quarterback. I think that dude is the best player, is the best player top to bottom in the entire draft. Like if I was Jacksonville, wow. if I was Jacksonville, obviously there's a massive needed offensive tackle. But if they decided not to go that way, I would take Trevon Walker over uh Thibodeau in, in Hutchinson. Okay. I like it. Tom Luganville on the Corona premier guest line. Well, um, let's stay in the SEC. Kiffin and Jimbo do not agree on much, and I really don't <laughs> think they like each other, which we need more of. Now, I don't know how deep it is, but we're going to play it up a little bit. Now, this article that y'all dropped on ESPN.com on analytics last week, 
or the week before was unreal. Very well the done. The Bill Connolly drop. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's so, his wheelhouse, man. So I want to walk you. Th- you already know this, but Jimbo Fisher and Lane Kiffin are polar opposites in coaching. Lane is all about the analytics, all about going forward on fourth down. And Jimbo had the fewest fourth down attempts in the country last year. So the way I see, see this is Jimbo is is recruiting gangbusters and doing a great job in that space. Uh, as far as coaching, I think he coaches like it's 2001. Um, mm-hmm. Kiffin's quote in here is that, uh, hey, when you're playing A&M and it's fourth and one, no matter where the ball is, we're just sending out our punt return team. They're going to punt. Mm-hmm. That's Jimbo. I think he's even quoted as saying that. Right. Kiffin goes on to say the game's not, Jimbo says this, but this is from Kiffin, the game's not played in a book. I'm not looking at a stupid book. So my takeaway from this article is Kiffin is all in on analytics and all in on the transfer portal. Jimbo is all in pretty much on high school players and all in on coaching like it's 2001. Uh, I think Kiffin can close the gap as far as talent on the field with his approach. Your thoughts? Yeah, listen, I think that the the whole analytics thing, and I saw a little bit of of this last fall, is you can't ignore the instincts that that, that go with making snap decisions. Yes, we can say, okay, well, if we've got the ball on offense and it's fourth and less than four and we are plus 42 going in, we're in four-down territory. Okay, okay, that, that's fine. I get that that's what the book says, and you're going to do that. But you can't just dismiss your instincts. You can't just dismiss what else is going on in the arena, where you're at on defense. Did you just have a devastating injury? Did you just give up um, a, a, a big play? Did, did something else happen that needs to be considered in that whole analytics equation? And, and I think we saw a little, little bit of that. I know I did in some of my broadcasts where it was like – it was too analytical. You know, it was too by the book. And it, instead of sitting back and saying, ah, I don't feel, I don't, I don't like this right now. And, and just trusting your instincts as a coach, right? And the more coaches I've talked to about it, yes, analytics have become a big deal. The percentages side of the game has become a big deal. And the one, you know, four down territory thing that I just mentioned, I think you're actually going to see more and more and more of that as the, the, the percentages bore out that you actually have a better chance of continuing your drive by giving yourself an extra down. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And so, but I still think instincts have to play a role. And that's where I would say maybe Jimbo to some degree is a little bit more instinctive in the sense that, and that might, and you know what, maybe I'm using the term instinctive and sometimes that can mirror the term traditional all right well maybe he's a little bit more traditional in his thinking um he knows that they're going to have elite players on defense he knows that they're going to be able to run the ball so maybe in his mind is listen if it's going to be difficult for people to score on us then we need to minimize our risk in other areas whereas if you're not very good on defense now you're just going to say well the hell with it we're going we're gonna to take every advantage, every analytic, and every percentage that tells us we might have an opportunity to score more points because we're going to have to to have a chance to win the game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily disagree with some of the ways Jimbo goes about it, and I don't disagree 
with being all in on analytics. But I think even if you talk to Lane Kiffin, he would tell you that on that sideline, regardless of what the book says, you do have to have some awareness of what else is going on around in the game. Yeah. Ooh, fewest in the nation. Yikes. Uh, I, I just think Jimbo's, I, I just think he's borderline bad as an offensive coach at this point. Well, listen, I'm going to say, uh, let's, let's, let's be very, very blunt and very, very honest here. We all know how, um, how the previous regime went down in, in flames at Texas A&M, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin Sumlin, what he inherited was great, but then they recruited some good players, didn't have a lot of results. If you look at the results during Kevin Sumlin's phase and now to this point under Jimbo Fisher, they're not too dissimilar. They're, they're actually almost dead identical. Yes. So, they're both 34 and 14 after four years, Luke. Yeah. So to your point, so to your point, you know, at, at the recruiting side of it, and I said this post-signing day this year, and everybody was giving me flack over it because they want me to say, oh, it's the best recruiting class ever. Okay, fine, maybe it is. But we've seen them have top five classes. We've seen them have top ten classes. We keep seeing eight and four. Right. So I'm going to withhold my judgment on whether this is the best recruiting class of all time until I see that recruiting class go out and beat Georgia and then go out and beat Alabama and then go out and beat LSU and get to Atlanta and win the SEC. Because at the end of the day, that's how those recruiting classes are going to be judged. Uh, Kiffin and Jimbo, they had their game canceled two years ago in College Station. So Kiffin has yet to go out there. He will go out there this year in November. And, uh, you know, we'll see what plays out with Jackson Dart, Michael Trigg, and all this stuff, um, and the the transfer. But, look, here's what I like about Kiffin is he's not backing down at all on the two things he's doing, and that is analytics, and he's all in in the transfer portal. I mean, he's basically saying, and and I know you can't keep up with everything, but we kind of lock in. Even in his press conferences this spring, Lugs, he's like, I'm all in, and we are going to continue to do this. And and really the question will be, because he will be a great case study, is how much is too much? Or is there – maybe it's not. And, and he's been saying, look, when we get these kids, they burn their transfer so they can't leave us. We don't have to deal with that. Right. And, and this is the way we're going to do it. I guess Lane knows that, for the most part, they're not going to finish in the top five in recruiting. So his theory is if we can finish around 20 and then I can move that number up with 10, 12, 13 plus transfers, this is how I'm going to roll. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think that that's probably a valid line of thinking in, in his approach. And, and listen, with all of the positives, and there are positives to the transfer portal, especially for programs more like an old Miss than an Alabama, Georgia, or a Texas A&M or a Clemson, because I've said this to you before too, is like, when people push back on Dabo or somebody else and they're not taking a bunch of transfer portal guys, well, the point of the transfer portal is to get your roster better, to improve your depth. Well, how many guys are in the transfer portal are better than what Alabama's playing with? Not many, right? Maybe one, maybe two. We actually saw that with Alabama last year with Jameson Williams, right. but it's not 10. So why would they waste their time in the transfer portal when they can build long-term depth at the high school level with every elite player in the country? But if you are, if you are an old Miss, you're now going to sit there and say, okay, the upside is, to your point, we can get a little bit more experience 
a little bit older. Now, the only downside on, on this line of thinking, and I don't think it's a downside because I don't think he'll do it, you can't do the transfer portal thing with a bunch of one-and-done guys. That is not going to help you because you will not be able to sustain long-term depth. You will not be able to build a roster, and it will kill you in high school recruiting because every kid will shy away thinking that they're going to be replaced by a one-and-done guy. So you got to be careful there. Where I think that Ole Miss will focus, and other teams too, are guys that have three years of eligibility remaining. You have to have some type of feel that you're going to have somebody for a minimum of two. If he doesn't leave early, you get him for three, and he improves your roster, he improves your depth, he adds to, to your point, to your high school all right, uh, recruitment. But you can't, you can't do this with one and dones. And I would even shy away in many instances on guys that have just two unless they are so vastly better than what you have. I mean, I think you have to be convinced as a staff that this guy's going to come in and he's going to start from day one. He's just flat out better than what we have. So, you know, there's upside and downside to, to this equation. I don't think anybody truly knows how it's all going to play out in the end. Because remember, the one little sidebar in all of this that everybody forgets about is that extra year of eligibility. When we had the extra year of eligibility due to COVID, and they didn't just give it to the person that was in their last year of eligibility, but instead gave it to everybody, that created the biggest mathematical you-know-what storm maybe in the history of college football. Because you don't know who's going out the door, who's coming in, exactly how much room you have. You don't know when guys are deciding to come back and decide, hey, I'm going to play here again. Well, actually, we need you to move on. So all of that is being massaged on a year-round basis without having a hard cap scholarship number. Well, guess who loses? The high school player. So if, if this transfer portal thing was just the transfer portal and we were under normal eligibility restrictions, this would be a much, much cleaner process, and we'd see much faster results, to your words, on, like, let's just say the experiment that Ole Miss is attempting right now. But because of the eligibility situation, this thing's going to drag on for another three to four years. Yeah, and I guess it'll start shaking out a little bit after this year, you know, right, as far as the, yeah, the extra I mean, COVID. but keep in mind, I mean, they gave it to freshmen two years ago. Well, they're, I mean, now they're still going to have three more years of that. And as Wake yeah, redshirted, you still get an extra year. So now it's six. Yeah. And you've got guys who you think are seniors, but they're actually juniors. <laughs> you have guys you think are juniors, but they're actually sophomores. And now you're saying, well, wait a minute. It's like I've been here three years. Could he leave early if he wanted to? And then you're like, well, wait a minute. No, he's, he's still just a sophomore. I mean, it, the whole entire thing then you still have to have your hard cap number. The NCAA wants everybody to get down to 85 scholarship. It's impossible. Should, it's absolutely impossible. Was that a knee-jerk reaction now that we can look in the rearview mirror? I, I, I guess it's... Well, uh, it shouldn't have been. I, anybody with half a brain could have seen what was going to come by making this decision, but that's not how the NCAA thinks. Uh, that's you true. Know, you're, you're sitting, I mean, you're sitting here going, all right, hold on a second. Let's just, if somebody in the room would have just said, let's tap the brakes. And ask this question, what are we going to ask these universities to do if we're going to give everybody a year of extra eligibility, we're going to allow everybody to transfer without penalty, but we're going to ask them to get back to 85 within a calendar year? 
Nobody in the room said, how is it that they are supposed to do this? Right. And the reason why I know that is because everybody I've talked to at the collegiate level is asking that question and wants an answer to it. Mm-hmm. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, so but I, I want to get to Leach and Will Rogers before we let you go. Um, okay. I, I just think Lane is running circles around Jimbo, except, you know, the one... Uh, Jimbo gets a little bit of a pass because he's recruiting so well. But I think Lane is the future and what, you know, kind of what you need to be doing on offense. And I think Jimbo's still coaching like 20 years, like they did in 2003 at LSU when you could get away with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Mike Leach, he's going into year four, and he's now got Will Rogers, who's played a ton of football. Yeah. Um, how do you see this? I mean, I, Will is a good player. Um, you know, he's not physically imposing, but... He had to play too early. That's not his fault. But he's played, if you want to run all the numbers, he's played pretty darn well considering how he was thrown into the fire. Um, what do you see for, for 2022 with, with Leach and Will Rogers now that they've been together for a while and Will's got a lot of experience, Tom? So I, I think that, number one, he really made a leap in 2021. I, I think he kind of took the next step and I think part of that next step is gaining the belief and the confidence of your teammates. I, I think you put it perfectly. Played too early, probably wasn't ready, got thrown to the fire, took his lumps, the team did too, and then all of a sudden that stuff starts to pay off, right? And just leave it to Mike Leach to look at this and say, hey, we're going to take it on the chin right now, but trust me, you know, uh, 15 months from now, this is all going to, to, to pan out. You know, this is all going to be something that is – that is going to work in our favor. And he, and he was right. I mean, I mean, he, he completed almost 74% of his passes. I mean, what do you throw 35, 36 touchdowns? Um, to me, uh, the guy has done exactly what every player that has played in that team under Mike Leach has done, because you brought up something that gets glossed over. You said, well, you know, he's not overly physically imposing. He's not going to just wow you with physical attributes. When you look at Mike Leach and the quarterbacks that have played for him, name one that has. You can't. It's hard. You can't do it. Like, you look at all of them. Sonny Cumbie, Graham Harrell, all right? Luke Falk, who might have been the most physically talented of the ones he's had. You can just run down the list. Minshew. Chris Kingsbury. Minshew. All of them. Like, they all just – but at the same time, 
it's also another one of those scenarios where you sit there and you say, okay, heavy system offense, great for the collegiate game. There's basically been one player that has come from that scheme, true that true air raid scheme that has succeeded in the NFL, and that's Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Every, every, every single other one. You could maybe say Jared Goff because he played the version of it under Tony Franklin at Cal. Um, and Minshew can make a lot of money as a spot starter backup for the next 10 to 12 years, which, Hey, that's still, that's still awesome. So we'll all take that job. Yeah. But I I think that, uh, that's the thing is it's, it's a, it's a college offense with great results in the passing game. Obviously we've talked about it before struggles in the run game. Um, but they're going to move the ball on people. And I'll tell you one thing, don't play man-to-man defense against them. No. That's what LSU learned. That's what LSU learned. Derek Mason, two too. Years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't, if you're going to, if you're going to do that, you're going to get eaten alive. I'm not sure what Elko was doing in the second half at A&M too. Those were two huge road wins for Will and that young, and that team. Okay. Uh, I've got a quick joke for you. Somewhat of a joke. Uh, Brian Harson in the spring game over the weekend. Uh, yeah. one of the Auburn offenses drives down to the three-yard line and they kick a field goal. I mean, and, and so we've got Auburn fans on the text on our text line asking, wanting to ask you about it. I just look. This is such a train wreck, and it's going to get worse before it gets better. He's not going to make it. Um, I figure they'll relieve him of his duties by about game nine or ten this year, fair or unfair. But can you? I mean, dude, spring game. You know this. You just called one. They're challenging enough to get excited about. You got to go for it, Luke's, when you're on the three-yard line in a spring game, don't you? Yeah, and I wasn't there, in all fairness, but yes, you would imagine so. And most spring games, to be honest with you, don't have the kicking game. Right. (laughs) Great. All right. (laughs) Have a good week, buddy. Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst with ESPN, on the Corona Premier Guest Line. How about that? Brian Harson kicks a field goal on the three-yard line. Well, that gets me excited about Auburn football this year. Who they play to get things started. Mercer. That's where I want to be the first weekend of the season in 120-degree weather. Auburn against Mercer. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Bank Plus. It's more than a name. It's a promise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.